It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Following one of the greatest sports weekends in Wisconsin history. For everybody but Marquette. We welcome in Steve the Homer True, host of the Homer Hour, 5 to 6, ESPN, Wisconsin. Greetings, Homer. Happy to be here. Uh, We were talking through the break. December 1st, 1985. One of the snowiest days ever for a game at Lambeau Field. I was talking with Gary Ellerson about this. We do a football show Monday nights at Potawatomi. And he said it was the first game that he ever wore pantyhose during as a means to try and keep warm. And that a snowmobile picked him up at the team hotel and ushered him to Lambeau Field with all the other players because they couldn't get to their cars. You were at that game? I was there. I drove to the game, lived in Appleton, and I have a couple memories. One, that... It was so bad on one end zone or maybe from like the 10-yard. There was nobody on that side of the field. So the wind was blowing that way in that one direction. Uh, Steve Young was the quarterback for Tampa Bay. And Paul Gruber, who was the star at Wisconsin, he may have been a rookie at tackle. but um, And you go in the locker room afterwards, and they always say you can tell the people that didn't want to be there. And those are people that didn't want to be there. But... That was one of uh, the Packers' finest games, and uh, Alfonso Carriker, who was a pretty much a bust, I think he was a 12th overall pick, he had three sacks in that game. And we always claimed if it had just snowed more, he might have actually uh, lived up to his draft position. Is yeah. men wearing pantyhose, is that a thing that, I, that got oh, past yeah, they, me? Well, no, they've done everything to try to stay warm. They Isn't there like a better product? Well, today uh, Ask women, that does not work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that back then, yeah, I don't think Seriously, they had yet come wasn't. up with uh, anything that worked better. Yeah. Well, they, they, it was a combination of, of putting Vaseline on your arms, you which serious? blocked the wind and also made you a little harder to I tackle. I guess I knew that, sort of. And there's a... some rules against that now. You can't do it. Uh, but they had wood benches. They sat on wood benches. They were, Forrest Gregg finally sort of committed to having heated benches flown in yeah, for well, a game played in January. Um, Bud Grant had been the coach of the Vikings and prided on no heat, nothing, and so everybody was kind of trying to live up to that uh, that standard. Sounds that was, like a manly man kind of thing. That was, no, it was stupid. stupid. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's absolutely stupid. It absolutely stupid. ridiculous. All right, so here we go. Homer, I do want to talk about this Packers team. I think we've now reached a point where it would be disappointing if this team didn't make the playoffs. And three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we are looking at their schedule and saying, I don't know, they might end up with a top five draft pick. It's correct. It's one of the great surprises. It's, those are the best. It's like Marquette was last year. When no one expects you to do anything, or in the case of the Packers, you're not doing anything during the season, that's even better. I mean, anybody who says they still believed in them is just lying. And it's just hard to explain how you could be, not just lose, but be so bad. Let's go back how many weeks, not many, where they didn't have a first down in a game until there were, I think, four minutes left in the first half. Well, what changed? Um... I'm not close enough to know. I'm assuming, I mean, the players have played better. But, yeah, it's it doesn't make sense to be that bad. We're not talking about being kind of bad. This is about the offense. So, clearly, Jordan Love is better. But there are people open. No one was open. Now, you're watching the game against Kansas City, and everybody's going, is, is this the Packers? This is this is This is the same team? Receivers are open. He's making good plays. I don't know. What's the... What's the difference? This does not happen for a team to change that dramatically, especially with young players. What well, What's amazing to me is that at the end of the season, we'll look back on it and say, 
Jordan Love in his first year as a starting quarterback with the youngest team in the NFL, the mm-hmm. youngest group of receivers and running backs and tight ends ever assembled in the modern era of football, was better than the team led by Aaron Rodgers, the veteran roster that he had to work with a year ago. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to be close. This team is better than the team played last year. Right, the, the, the incredible change to, to be able to say that now, given what you thought four or five weeks ago. And they won eight games. So to do better than last year, you got to have nine. But, yeah, that's how – and he was going to be viewed as – Jordan Love would be viewed as having a better first-year starter than Aaron Rodgers did. That team only won six. They had 16 games. But he had a much more veteran team. They went on the following year to be very good. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's no explaining it unless time shows that someone who's playing now is really, really, really good. And this was just the beginning. Otherwise, it'll be another one of those. And you have to make the playoffs because uh, Don Mikowski had one of these years. Lindy and Fadi had one of these years. They shocked the world and went to 10-6. and six. They didn't make the playoffs, and then it all went to hell after that. Right. So, um, <laughs> you know, you have to, they have to make the playoffs. They have Amy Taylor on her couch, jumping up and down. Yeah. I mean, this is not happening. At 10 o'clock at night on Sunday Night Football. I was elated. It was this, thrilling. It was, yeah. They were making huge plays. Right. And you, this is like a movie. It was like a movie. It was I like, know. wow, they're really good. <laughs> Loved it. And, and how many weeks before you're going like, oh, oh. I, got, I can do other stuff now on weekends. I, <laughs> right, I you're doing the artwork. It was painful. <laughs> was painful to watch that offense. And now it's weird. No, I I, I said this to to Brian Bulaga. I said if I was the quarterback of the team, Jordan Love getting Hunter go. Look, guys, you just block. If you give me time, we'll we'll complete every pass. Everybody's open. I can get it there. All you got to do is give me time. The only times he didn't connect was when there was some pressure, and there's going to be pressure on some plays. But when he had a chance to look, every pass was complete, right? They were huge. They didn't miss Come one. On. Right. It, it's been a remarkable turnaround, and Matt LaFleur, I think, also deserves credit for yeah. this, right? If you're going to hold him to the fire when the team is struggling, right. the youngest team in the NFL, keep in mind, I think you have to give him his praise when you see such a dramatic turnaround. They have played two first-place teams in back-to-back weeks, and not trailed in those games for a second. So a these, second, these were the hardest teams, right? This last, these last. Th- these couple. were the games that make you believe, right? It, they you, whooped you, them. Just what you said. It didn't take a last second play. It right? didn't. It was like they're ahead now. Even if the call is made differently into the, the game, there's no guarantee that Kansas City, Kansas City, still has to go, score, still has to make a two point play to win the game. Like they just, they just whooped them. Pretty impressive stuff. I know you talked with Brian Bulaga, the former Packer, during the course of your program, and he had great things to say about the offensive line play, which is probably one of the reasons why the Packers are doing what they're doing. But we believe now. It's believable. You beat the so Lions fun. and Chiefs like that in back-to-back weeks, that's believable. No, they, that's real. They're, they're playoff bound. If they don't make the playoffs, it will then become an even more bizarre season where yes. you thought they stuck. <laughs> Then they became great, and then they stuck again. No, they the schedule, everything favors them. They're in a position, they've played so well, that they don't have to be perfect. You can say they're young. Yeah, they can screw up. They have given themselves a screw-up cushion and still should make the playoffs. Everyone needs one of those. We yes. all need a screw-up cushion. There yes. we go. 
I never. Is, I think I did. I just invent that. That, that, yes. that may end it. That may end today. People will be searching on Amazon to try. It's and not find as a, good as Bulaga, who said, "Yeah, there are times when the quarterback or whatever, we just say." Smoke and have a Coke. All you got to do, just lay back, smoke and have a Coke. There you go. If the line, if you give the quarterback credit, then he's going to, he can just sit back there and I don't think he smoke anymore, but I don't think he, he invented that. That's what they used to say. Hey, yeah, block for me and just smoke and have a Coke. And just, it's that easy. We uh, give it a week and we'll have Homer uh, screw up cushions uh, available for purchase here through WTMJ and you. Good I, Karma I, Brands. I appreciate that. Homer Hour gets started in the half hour at ESPN Milwaukee.